0: Are you a podcast host or have you thought about starting your own show? Guys, I just started a weekly newsletter where I'm talking all things podcasting. I dive into the logistics of not only starting a show, but also learning how to grow it. I get in the trenches with you and share with you things I am testing and trying. And I just want to add so much value to your life and encourage you to, hey, just try it out if it's something that's of interest to you. All you have to do to sign up for this free newsletter. I promise you, I'm not going to spam you. You know me better than that. You know me better than that. Go to heatherparody.com forward slash P-O-D. Again, that is heatherparody, P-A-R-A-D-Y.com forward slash P-O-D. Or you can just click the link in the show notes and I can't wait to connect with you over there. You want to talk about community and who you surround yourself with. Here's another tangent, y'all. Oh man, who do you surround yourself with? Oh. Mm. I've always felt fear. I was born with several flaws. I have always felt small. I was told not to take risks. I may be blind, but I teach people how to see. And I'm proud to be an individual. This podcast is for you, the unconventional leader. Maybe you are the one that everyone discounted. Maybe you struggle with fear and self-doubt. We are here to empower the next generation of self-starters to step up, use their voice, and make an impact in this world. Welcome to today's episode of Fidget Friday. If this is your first time listening, my name is Heather Parody. I am your host. And on Fridays, it's me and you for just a moment where I share with you things that are making me fidget, squirm in this unconventional journey of trying, trying to make a difference in this world. This show, the premise of it is we want to celebrate those who are going against the grain and using their unique gifts and talents to make a difference in this world. So if you feel like the misfit or the outlier in your industry, we want to be your tribe. We want to be your community. Now, that sounds so much fun. It sounds exciting. But the truth is, sometimes it can be really lonely. It can be very isolating. And sometimes you get ah you're like what the hell am I doing (laughs) so fidget Friday is hopefully an attempt to make you feel not as alone in this in this journey because man it's hard and I share with you openly about things that I am processing through now today we're doing something a little different I went to our private Facebook page if you are not a part of that I don't even know what you're doing with your life my friend what's going on what are you doing right now seriously go over to Facebook, type in unconventional leaders. You're going to meet the most amazing human beings over there. But I asked them, I said, Hey, what is some stuff on fidget Friday that I can talk about that you haven't, you haven't heard me discuss. And I got some good answers and I was just going to pick one of them, but I decided to grab a few of them and just answer them today. Now, if you like this, if you listen to this and you enjoy it, find me over on social at Heather Parody and let me know and we'll do it again. If you didn't like it, just, um, I apologize. I'm so sorry. You know, sometimes you just gotta try stuff and see what happens. First up, I had Steven Zafrtnik, who you guys know him very well because he's actually a part of the Unconventional Leaders team. And we do monthly recaps. You'll be hearing him in a couple of weeks, but he had a whole list of things that he wanted me to talk about. But I picked one of them and I thought this was really fun. Is he said, you know, he, he wanted me to talk about poking fun of yourself in a positive way. And then he put in parentheses, TikTok. What's TikTok? TikTok is the most amazing app in the world, y'all. Honestly, I didn't even want to get on it. I was like, oh, God, oh, God, not another app, not another social app. I mean, I struggle keeping up with all the freaking apps right now and making sure I'm responding to people and all of that. And so when my husband got on it, he was like, oh, you should get on TikTok. And I'm like, I'm not getting on no other app. Forget it. I tried Snapchat once. Didn't work out. Stressed me out not doing it. I was in my office one day and he randomly scrolls in. He's like, hey, so one of my videos got like a quarter of a million views. And I was like, say what? say what say what hello tiktok how you doing how you doing tiktok homegirl got on tiktok like the next day and actually i've really really enjoyed it not only is the organic reach pretty awesome if you're trying to you know build a presence online for you know your business your podcast or whatever but it's actually a lot of fun but i'm not gonna give you a spiel on tiktok that's not what this is about The idea is, you know, how do you kind of pick fun at yourself, um, be a little bit comedic and feel comfortable online doing that? I think that's what Steven was getting at. And I'm really, this has been, this has actually been really hard for me because I am naturally, if you meet me in real life, anybody who's met me in real life can attest to this. I am a very hyper, kind of bouncy, very weird, very strange girl. (laughs) I know you just can't believe it, guys. You cannot believe it, can you? I know this is just so hard to believe because the podcast is just so, you know, you know, professional. But I, I'm i very goofy. I'm very silly. I do ridiculous things all the time. I'm like Laffy Taffy Joke Queen and I'm just super cheesy. That's who I am naturally if you meet me in real life. But I've really struggled within the online space and the podcast because I don't know, it, it's self-imposed, the self-imposed pressure to be or act a certain way. that i need to be more professional and then i need to dress a certain way and you know uh have three bullet points to everything i say and you know just come across as some expert or influencer whatever and it's exhausting it's just so freaking exhausting and i don't even like those people i don't why do i want to be something that i don't even like Really the past year or so, there's been a shift in me. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not, but I've just been like, screw it. Like, I'm gonna be ridiculous. I'm gonna be cheesy. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna say y'all on the regular. I'm not gonna hide my fuzzy blankets on my lives. I'm actually doing a live right now on my Facebook group while I'm recording this. I'm I'm going to be a hundred and fifty percent Heather freaking parody because when you meet me in real life, I don't want you to be shocked. I want you to say, is exactly the same person in real life as she is everywhere else. I don't know if you've ever met someone who you've known online and then you meet them in real life and you're like, who are you? You don't even look the same. I don't want to be like that. <sighs> I hope I'm answering Steven's question here, but I don't think poking fun at yourself is an important thing for most people. It's an important thing for me because it's real for me. And so I think what's applicable to you in this conversation is who are you naturally? Who are you in real life with your real friends your spouse, your mom, your dad, whatever that may be. Are you someone who's naturally goofy? Are you somebody who's very serious? If you, Are you someone who is shy? Or are you someone who, you know, very opinionated? I mean, obviously, there's ways we can sharpen and grow our personalities to be the best and help other people. But when we start changing the core of who we are, that's when we get in a really dangerous ground, because we're afraid people won't like us, or we won't be accepted, or we won't be taken seriously, or we won't be successful. The thing that's going to make you successful, I really believe, is connection, because people follow people they want to be around. You know what I mean? Like, People don't, I know you may think like, oh, I follow this person because they know a lot. Yeah, I'm sure they do, but I promise you, you're following them because you like their personality and you resonate with it, which means you don't resonate with everybody, right? So, as people who are putting themselves out there online or with their podcast or their business or leading in whatever way it is, like you have to get to this point where you're like, I'm not gonna be for everybody, but the people I do attract, they're not gonna be vanilla. They're gonna be like, I know her. I like her. I love her. At least I hope so. You know what I mean? And if no one does, guess what? I like myself. And I can be proud of how I'm showing up online because I know I'm not bullcrapping anyone. And yeah, it's not easy, but that's my answer. So I think I totally took that left field, Stephen, but I hope that was helpful. The reason I poke fun of myself and have fun on TikTok and act goofy, all this stuff on TikTok, that's who I am naturally in real life. And it feels so good to say I'm honestly who I am and I'm not hiding anything. And I'm goofy and ridiculous and I'm proud of it. So yeah, that's that. Jamie Wilson, she talked about, let me see. She said, since you launched your mastermind group, and I know you have you like to keep it real on Vidget Friday, maybe touch on details about when you took part in your first one and what pushed you to join. Uh, how do you feel like it's beneficial? What type of people should you be looking for the mastermind with? How do you create your own group? Well, okay, okay. okay, so first of all, Jamie, I have done a very very long podcast on this topic so if you search uh, unconventional leaders masterminds there is a full episode on all the details of why masterminds are beneficial what type of people should you mastermind with how to create your own group or locate one all of that's answered. So i don't want to repeat myself and the people who've already heard it so check that out for sure but i will dig into just briefly my story with mastermind groups and why i started them so i was a i'm like shaking right now it's so cold in my office i'm sorry if i said like I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. I'm just so cold. I was in grad school to be a therapist, and I uh, had a photography business. Photography was my very, very, very first intro. Well, I want to say it's my intro to business. I did have a business when I was a kid called the Spy Club, and I actually advertised that I was a professional spy, and you could hire me to spy on anyone that you needed for one dollar a spy. Now, a spy was. I would spy on this person and I would write down a full page of what I was seeing and that was considered a spy and you got that for a buck. I mean, it was an amazing deal and I had no idea why my mother would not let me market the way that I needed to market because I had these badass flyers that I wanted to put around the neighborhood to advertise for who needed to spy. Like, you, people need spies but she would not let me put this flyer on the polls and I have no idea why. So the only person that I was able to market to was my grandmother. She bought six spies. Uh, she wanted me to spy on my cats. That was my first business. Not very successful, but I was limited in my marketing. But my second business was photography. And I, I did really well with that. And I really enjoyed it. I had, I got to travel. Um, I honestly did it full time, even though I was in school too. It was, it was a fantastic experience. And someone uh, approached me, another photographer, and handed me a book. And it was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And she said, Heather, we should start a mastermind. And I was like, God, that sounds pretty, that sounds kind of badass. A mastermind, what's that? You know, uh, in the book, Think and Grow Rich, homeboy Napoleon Hill, he just brings up this idea, and it's not a new idea, that like-minded people get together with a common purpose to brainstorm, hold each other accountable, come up with ideas um, in, a, in a mastermind. And the idea is that, you know, when two or more are gathered, that there's going to be more energy there, there's going to be more ideas there you're going to accomplish more. And so I joined this mastermind with this girl and it was really just me and her. And we met at Starbucks and we talked about how to grow our photography businesses. And we started inviting people and it grew and it grew and it grew to a point where we were having, gosh, we I think we had to either break up into two different groups and two different homes or something like that. It was nuts. We had just, it, I think we've on for like two and a half years and And I realized why that was so important. And I talk about this all the time with our groups is it's not that you need to learn anything else per se. We're so desperate to learn new things, which is good. You should be a student of life and there's always something to learn and grow and develop. But usually the issue is we're not taking action on the things we already know to do. And we're using the excuse excuse that we need to learn more in order to grow. I love mastermind groups because we call each other out on that bullcrap. We're like, hey, yo, you have more in you than this. You already know how to do this. When is it getting done? You said Wednesday. Here it is Thursday you know what I mean like there is just another level there and also two people can see things in a way that you are, are blind to or you don't see you know and the, and the thing about it is too yes I know how to do x pretty well but that doesn't mean that you don't know how to do something different that I don't know how to do so when we all come together and we bring our collective expertise and collective gifts together it's a beautiful thing that you can create and again I don't want to go on and on about masterminds because we've covered that topic on the show uh but yeah you can tell I'm very, very passionate about it. So Jamie, check that out. Put in Mastermind Group's Unconventional Leaders for more on that. Now here's a great question. This comes from Lisa David Olson. You guys know her. She's been on the show several times on the team with Unconventional Leaders. Uh, Man, she had a fantastic question. She asked about interviews. Interviews you've turned down and why? She said not specific names, just generalize. I'm going to share with y'all all the specific names. Now I'm playing. That'd be a fun episode, wouldn't it? She said to discuss not accepting every offer that comes our way. Oh boy. So I'm going to try not to make this a 20 minute. The session right here. Not accepting every offer that comes your way. When you're first starting off, I don't think this is necessarily a, a, a bad thing, but quickly move out of it as fast as you can. There's this weird level when you're first starting off with podcasting or anything else of like, you want to say yes to things because you can use grunt work as experience and growing and leveling up and you really need interviews and you need yeses and you need opportunities. And so there's a level there where that's super respectable and it's just the hustle and the grunt of starting off. But if you stay in that too long, what happens is your message starts to get watered down. And I've caught myself with this so much because, man, I am a, I I love people. I love people with all of my heart. And telling somebody no is like the hardest thing for me because I genuinely love helping. I love helping and I want to support people, but I'm not in the long term because, again, I'm allowing my God-given talent and ability and calling on my life to be watered down because I'm not bold enough to protect it. And I don't have the balls to say no and protect and honor what God's called me to do. And it's hard looking at it that way because again, as helpers and people who genuinely love every every, every single person, you think you're being mean or wrong to say no to people. But you literally are watering down. I just, I don't know another way of saying it than watering down what you're called to do. So um, interviews I've turned down, there, there's there's several reasons why. Number one, obviously, if it's just not in alignment with what this show's about. Number two, I, I, I can't believe how many people do this. And I, I really want you guys to listen to me with this. This is so important. If you're telling me that you want to be a speaker and you send me a pitch to come on my podcast. Oh, I, Heather! I, I want to be a speaker. I want to speak to the nations. I want to... Blah, blah, blah. and then I look you up, and you're not speaking on the internet, which is free. You're not putting a message out there in some way that's free. I'm not going to take you seriously. I'm just not. I'm a painter, but you don't paint. You're not a painter. You want to be a painter one day, and you're just ask, you know, aspiring to be it, but you're not right now. Listen, you don't have to have paid gigs to be, you know, legitimate. But you do need to be putting stuff out consistently to be legitimate. I'm not worried if you're on Forbes or, you know, Entrepreneur Magazine. Like that stuff's cool, but that's not the stuff that impresses me. What impresses me is people who show up consistently and has put sweat in the game and shows me that they're serious about their craft and their art and their work. And if they don't if they're not given a platform, they make their own platform. So I get pitched to constantly people wanting because I've worked my ass off building the platform platform. that I have and the podcast audience that I have for the past three years. So they want to come in and say, Hey, can I use your audience to spread my message? Now I get that. And I'm not saying that that in of itself is wrong. I mean, obviously you want to advertise and network and in our podcasting mastermind groups, we talk about collabs, like getting in front of new audiences, but at least have the decency that if you're asking to leverage other people's audiences, you're working to build your own audience and you're working to put out your own message, and you've worked to put out your own platform, and you're taking your work seriously. Because it, what it tells me is that you're not serious about what you're wanting to do. You're just wanting to free ride on other people. So as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this. I don't turn interviews down because you don't have a huge audience, or you're not a multimillionaire, or you're not on Forbes, or all of that resume stuff isn't impressive. Normally I turn down interviews because you're not being consistent with your message. And I don't see you being faithful where it's easy and you just going after validation, shiny stuff. Does that make sense? Now, obviously there's the cases where messages don't, a line or we've already covered that topic, all that stuff. And it's not fun. It's not fun saying no. But the truth is, and um, I don't, and I know in our podcasting masterminds, we've talked about this before where this isn't everybody's case all the time. But for me, I honestly do have like a million people like booked right now that like I want to interview where I've already interviewed. Somebody messaged me the other day and said, hey, is one of my interview going live. Like because it was two months ago. Like we're already so ahead in production that I'm not really looking for guests. So when somebody says, hey, can I be on your show? Like, I'm honestly like, I'm sorry, I'm not booking right now. And that's the truth. But at the beginning when it was harder... I didn't do a good job at saying no. And I wish I would have. I hope I didn't sound like a total butthead just now. But yeah, you've you've got to protect your message. You've got to protect it. Um, it's a calling on your life. And this is the last one I'm going to take. Let me know, guys, if you enjoyed this type of Fidget Friday. It's a little bit different. We might do it again. And, and, and again, if you're not in our private Facebook group, Unconventional Leaders would love to have you over there. And maybe you could ask a question. We cover it on the podcast. This last one is from Brock Richard. What up, Brock? I love Brock. Brock's an amazing human. He had a freaking huge list of things to cover, but I just picked one of them. He wanted to talk about community and who you surround yourself with. Here's another tangent, y'all. Oh man, who do you surround yourself with? Ah. Oh, mm, 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 mm. I want to tell you, I think one of the biggest things for me is who I surround myself with. Is how do you talk about other people? How do you talk about other people when they're not around? The way you talk about other people is the way that I know you talk about me. Let me say that again for the people in the back. The way your homeboy and your homegirl be talking about other people behind their back is the same way they're talking about you behind you're back. Now, you know, there's your best friend that sometimes just needs to like talk to you and keep it real with you. And and there's a big difference there between that and just being a negative human. I'm very particular about energy and people who people who are always working on themselves. And I'm not talking about being perfect, but you know, the difference between I'm constantly growing and leveling up versus, you know, I'm, I'm cool where I'm at right now. And I'm around I spend time with, I talk to people who are not only giving life to others and speaking life over others all the time, but also speaking life over themselves and are focused on growth. I love looking at where is somebody headed? Where are they headed? Because, you know, there's there's sometimes people say like, oh, you should only hang around really successful people. Cool. But you know what? I know a lot of people who may not be successful on the books right now, but I swear to God, looking at their life and who they are and the energy that they are, you know, manifesting, this the person that they are right now, they already are that person. They already are that man. They already are that woman. And they may not have it on paper, but that's who they are. And that's where they're heading. And that's where they're going. And those are the people. That I spend time with and I am community with. I mean, if you just look at it from you know an energetic standpoint, and I know people are like, "Oh, that's so woo woo." No, it's science, y'all. It's in the Bible. It's in your science books. It's real. Energy is real. You can feel energy if somebody walks into the room. Sometimes the energy in the room shifts, and you know what I'm talking about when somebody walks into the room where does that energy go? How do you feel in their presence? How do you feel when they talk to you? How do you feel when they talk about themselves and the, their outlook on life and all of that stuff? Like there is a huge, huge difference. And it's not something that you necessarily have to logically you know, work through in your own mind. I mean, often this is something that you just feel and you know, deep down in your soul. Is that the type of person you want to be? That person you're spending time with and hanging out with? Is that where you want to go? If they were getting on a bus, would you get on that same bus with them and head to the next five years from now and want to land in the same spot? Are you comfortable with that? Because I promise you hang out with them and you spend time with them. Y'all are getting on the same bus and you're going to end up in the same spot because that's how it works. That's how it works. And I Again, you don't have to be a jerk to people, but again, going back to protecting that God given calling on your life, man, it's our responsibility to protect our mind and our spirits and our hearts and our energy and our calling because this life is just about us. You know, it's not just some game. We're on a mission. There's something that we're, we're he- placed here to do. We've got to stay focused on that. And it's going to be imperfect. It's going to be messy. You're going to slip up sometimes. Sometimes you may not be, you know, the ideal person for other people to hang out with and we got to check our. On that, you know, like we're always talking about community, like, who am I surrounding myself with? Well, who are you to your people? You know what I mean? Are you the type of person that others should seek out to be around because of your energy and your vibe? You know what I mean? Like we've got to check ourselves on that too. So I hope I answered these questions okay. This was on the fly. I didn't make notes or anything outside of just writing the questions down. But um, this is just the real stuff, y'all. This is the real stuff. I, I love you so much. I'm, I'm in your corner. I really mean that. I want to see you succeed. I want you to walk unapologetically into, into the calling of your li- on your life. No matter how unconventional you feel, no matter how much of a misfit, no matter how unqualified you may feel, we need more good people stepping up to the plate using their voice and making an impact in this world. There's so much work to be done. And guess what? You guys are the men and women who can do it. So I love you. I'm in your corner and I will see you in our next episode.